Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Settled in after a big weekend, we were both there at Globox Arena in Hamilton for the grand final where we did see... The Northern Challenge finale, we should say. The uh, the eighth time, including preseason, that these two teams have faced each other this year. We are talking the Northern Mystics and the Robin Hood Stars. It was a bit of state versus state, mate versus mate here in the uh, the office story. But uh, I think we all can agree that netball is the winner at the end of the day. You know, put me down as a fan of netball. Oh, well done. You can take the bragging rights. You can go and I'd say I told you so and, you know, talk yourself up now. It's, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think I'm it's doubling okay. down by how bad this sentence might sound. But I'm I'm very stoked, but I don't want to brag because I wanted it to be a really close grand final. I, I mean, know. I was going into it thinking, okay, we had that double extra time game. This is the... This, season has tied the most uh, extra time clashes in history I thought we were set for another one especially after the Stars uh, went hard and, and upset not upset but in my uh, head upset the Pulse oh, in the bit. elimination yeah, yeah, final yeah. they the were the underdogs were in that game red hot and, and fought back and you know the Stars if there's any team that's going to rip that underdog tag it is the Stars isn't it yeah. but going into the game storm we, we both went down there to Hamilton at Globox Arena it was a sold out ANZ Premiership final how about that atmosphere down there? The, oh my goodness. The atmosphere was great actually. And I think having two Auckland teams uh playing that final was probably a good thing because not too far for them to travel. Had it been sort of the steel versus the tactics, it might have been a different story <laughs> yes, in little old Hamilton. Yes. Um so that was great. And I don't know about you, but definitely for sort of the first three quarters of the game before the Mystics Nation really uh found their voices, it felt like this the crowd was very stars heavy. It's quite funny you say that because I, I am a big uh, a, a patriot of, of the Mystic supporters, right? And, and we've been notorious for saying that you can sell out the Trust Arena, but sometimes it just sounds like no one's there, you know, because yeah. you could drop a pin because everyone's just so locked in. They're not really uh, loud as a crowd, you know, but Where there's is a the few Purple moments. Army? Oh, wow. I looked up to the right and, and, and at Globox Arena, I'll paint the picture for you. It's all coming down. So it's a big arena and, and there's massive uh, stands going up uh, to fill the venue. And my word, it was a sea of purple on my right side. It was quite intimidating looking over there a few times and, and hearing the roar. And, and we know, and, and you know, especially playing for the Stars um, at the latter end of your career, what Stars final is all about, you know, and, and being connected, being supported and, and, and really being that team. So look, two, two fantastic teams that met in the grand final. I feel uh, like you're putting off actually talking about the game. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to like, I'm stepping on two ledges here. One part of me just wants to brag and say, shame, Stormy. You know, we, we had this at the start of the year. but mm-hmm. And then the other side of me is going, well, I was, I was a little bit upset at the final result, but we can't take away from the spectacle that was on scene. I mean, the, the first point for me, Storm, was that first quarter, Mystics get out to a three-goal lead early. It's already murky waters for the Stars. They never uh, stop fighting, but... It was just the ability for the Mystics to find Grace Wecky. And I know we've talked about it all year round, oh, even for the last three seasons, you know, this connection of, of Toyava and Wecky. But mm. 
everyone was firing. It was Vui, it was Taylor Earl, it was it was Peter Toyava. It's just did you feel like this this Mystics team just showed up and were just completely ready to go? This was some of the best form that I've ever seen out of them. Funnily enough, I was actually most impressed, particularly in that first quarter, with um Earl, with Taylor Earl. Mm. She had um, the higher feeding stats and the higher ball retention uh, to start that game. And so that was kind of a scary thought because you would have known that the Stars would have gone into that match thinking, OK, our number one goal here on defence, we're not going to get much, but if we can break that connection between Toyava and Wiki, we're going to help ourselves. And you start to do that and then realise, oh, well, Taylor Earl's there just threading the ball and fine herself. And so it was kind of like, oh, gosh, the mystics that have showed up today you're going to need to be playing the best game you've ever played in your life to come anywhere close to them. The no, way they were playing on attack. 100%. I mean. 100%. Like, and you're spot on there. It's trying to stop the, the Toyava and the Wiki combination. I found it really interesting that we haven't seen this a lot more where the Stars were double-teaming double Toyava rather than, than Grace Wiki. And another thing that was sort of talked about a lot uh, after the grand final was the start of, of Kalera Nawai Kalkal going up against Grace Wiki, you know, uh, a very tall defender. And, and starting that over Holly Fowler, a change that we've sort of been toing and throwing from, if you will, uh, going into that game. What did you make of that decision? I think um, if we look back to the historical matches between the Stars and Mystics this season, Nawai Taotao had been playing quite well against Grace in that matchup just to kind of have a physical presence in there and I think especially in that um, double overtime match Claire actually did quite a good job and I know the way Kitty Wills coaches and the way she thinks she's all about sort of presence and who matches up well on who not necessarily thinking about who's in the best form and who's got the best combination so she's got a lot of things to think about leading into a game like that but obviously we had talked about how well Holly Fowler and Ali Timu had played together the week before in that elimination final against the Pulse but I don't blame Kitty Wills for starting the way she did, having Calera on the back there just to try and disrupt a little bit. You know, probably knew she wasn't going to get much ball, if any ball, but was just going to do a little bit to put Grace under a little bit of pressure on the catch, muscle up a little bit in there. Uh, but, you know, Grace, Toyava, Vui and Earl just said, hey, we don't care. <laughs> like, Ali Temu was kind of running around and I felt in that first quarter trying to do too much. I think she left field a, a bit open too much just thinking I want to try to get ball off, off Peter and like you said, yes, they were doing a two and one on the line on Toyava so that was kind of pulling Ellie away from Vui who did a really good job of just getting the ball and playing that support role to help Earl get onto the circle edge and biff it into Wiki. Didn't even need to be on the circle edge actually, they were biffing right. it from anywhere. Um, so I think that combination on defence just didn't quite Work And because it was a grand final, I think because Kitty Wills just went, OK, well, I've got to change something really quickly. Whereas yeah. in any other match, I wonder whether she maybe would have left Kalera and Ali out there for a little bit longer just to see if they could find their rhythm and get into it. But she actually made the switch and brought Holly Fowler on at Goldie. Because yeah. that was what I was going to ask you was, uh, for me as someone who's, who's definitely not spent time in the defensive circle in the ANZ Premiership by a long shot, but seeing Ali, Ali come off midway through that first quarter for Holly, Holly Fowler was one that I found really interesting. I know uh, Ali has been the standout defender for the Stars this season and she's been very, very impressive. I was quite quite shocked that in a grand final so early on she's making that sub and we didn't see a return until uh, the second quarter but I know we can look at the score here and say that the first quarter ended 21-17 but do you think that positively or, or negatively affected the momentum of the Stars? Um, 
look, 21-17 isn't too bad in terms of uh, a difference at the end of the first quarter. It's a lot of goals for both teams, so yeah. it's telling everyone that. Grace Wiki, 20 off them. 20 yeah. off the 21, by the way. And 17 for the Stars even. That's still, a 17 and a quarter is still really high, so no one was really getting ball no. in that first quarter. So um, I, I don't think it negatively impacted as such, but at the same time, do I think the change made any sort of difference? Would I have rather just left Temu and Kalera out there just to kind of work through it, talk to them at the quarter break, see what happens in the second quarter and then make a change? I don't know. I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things, we know what the final score was. Um, like I said at the top of this very hour, that mystic side and the way they were playing on attack, I don't know if anyone, I don't even think Karen Berger and Jane Watson were going to do anything against them. No, definitely not. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. And you get to the end of a match like that and you go, what if, what if, should have I done that? Should have I done this? And hindsight, it's a beautiful thing, but oh, you never definitely. know. No, no, we know. will never know. You know, the game is done and dusted and, and we're just here to talk about it now, not the hypotheticals. We don't do if buts and maybes, we do absolutes here on, on Centre Pass and Focus. But just staying on the defensive end for a quick second, going down to the other end, it was Sula Fitzpatrick's uh, 154th and final ANZ Premiership match. What a way for her to go out thing that got me uh, very interested in this game was, was Sulu being subbed off at, at half-time and, and we saw her run oh, out at half-time and go sit straight back down on the bench and we saw uh, Kara Stith, who's been a very impressive uh, defender in her, I think this is her second season, first fully contracted with the Mystics, but she's been really impressive this year, putting the trust uh, from Tia Winokure in her first year in the helm as well of this Mystics team. The, another sort of story there with the expertise swatch going from Sula Fitzpatrick, who's played 100 and almost 60 ANZ Premiership games, to Kara Stith. Was that sort of a mind boggler to you, or, or did it make did it make sense? Uh, I mean, I felt sorry for Sulu. I was thinking, please let her play out her last game. What is going on here? And then I was sitting next to Courtney Tidy, and she was like, well, they're ahead by quite a lot. Kara Stith is going to be in the Mystics hopefully for years to come. Sula was leaving. Do you want to give this young player some grand final experience? And so I have no doubt that that change and that swap would have been communicated with Sulu, with Tia. They would have been on the same page, understanding of all that, and probably knew that Sulu was going to come back on mm. um, to finish the game or have that moment towards the end of the match. I mean, how amazing was the applause when she came back on in that fourth quarter? Um, but I think it was a great move by Tia. I think why not give Karis that that feeling and, and that experience to say that she got some pretty great ball against Maya Wilson in an ANZ grand final in her rookie season. And I also think that just emulates the kind of player that Sula was. Like I have no doubt that she was probably pushing for it too, thinking, yes, this is a great idea. This will be so great for Karis. I've been out there for a half. We've got this decent lead go ahead and do it. So at first I was like, what are you doing, Tia? What's going on? And then had a wee discussion about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's bloody cool. And we got the moment, like I said, back when Sulu came back on the court and then the Mystics Nation woke up and they went wild as she ran back on. So um, very, very cool moment. And that's probably my one, like the happiest thing I take from this entire grand final and that experience was just seeing Sulu so emotionally happy and like content like yes there were a lot of tears but it, it didn't feel like she was sad about anything it was more just like almost relief and like just pride in herself and in her team getting to interview her after the match I mean it was yeah it was all pretty surreal and a very cool fairy tale 
great moment for such an epic person. Oh, what a powerful moment. I was, yeah. I mean, I was watching your interview here and that, and they turned your mic onto the whole stadium well, as she, well. I was so kind of everyone interviewing went her quiet. and she just grabbed my mic and turned around and faced the crowd. I was like, yep, okay, yeah, you do it, it's fine. <laughs> so, and then she'd give it back to me and I was like, I've got to keep asking you questions, I'm sorry. And then held my mic and she took it off me again, turned around. I was like, you go, this is great. <laughs> uh, a quote from Maya Wilson, and I'm not going to get it pinpoint, but um, Maya said, the thing about Sulu is she can make you feel like the most important person in the world. And I think everyone can say that. Yeah. And that's something that, that uh, sums up Sulu, uh, the person, so well. But Storm, it's been a pleasure uh, talking stars with you all season long. And it is thanks to our good friends at Vertical Logistics, your freight and logistics specialists. If we have to get to the nitty gritty of this grand final, it, it felt like the stars were in it for the long run, right? And it was just a few little mistakes here and there that let them slip and it just seemed like the Mystics were, were the better side on the day. Where do you think that it did go wrong for the Stars? Look, I really think um, at the end of the day, the Stars just didn't get enough ball. And not only did they not get enough ball, they didn't really get any ball. They had three games as a team on the team sheet at the end of the day. So that's three opportunities that they had to put themselves ahead or score turn two in a row. And that's just not going to win you anything, let alone a grand final against the Mystics. So the Mystics were just too clinical and the Stars couldn't do anything about it. And so any moment the Stars had, like Maya Wilson, I think, still played amazingly. Gina Crampton had her moments. Um, it's just you make a couple of mistakes here and there and, and the pressure of that attacking end knowing that they weren't going to get the ball back just kind of got to them a little bit. I think we saw moments, you know, the team kind of yelling at each other a little bit, getting a little bit flustered and a bit overwhelmed, and it just kind of snowballed, right? It just got more and more, um, I don't know, harder and harder for them down that attacking end. And they never gave up to their, you know, to their credit. Absolutely not. And no. they, they kept fighting right till the end, and there was still some beautiful play throughout the entire match, but it felt very isolated, and I just didn't want to look at the scoreboard because it just kept getting the mountain got higher and higher and higher. Oh, so no, we leant over to each other at halftime and said, "It's only nine. Oh, you know, no. we, you can do it." It's even only at three nine. quarter time, I think it was maybe yeah. ten. Yeah, well, the, you went on a run. I think it was at the start of the third quarter. Went on a five to one goal lead, and that yeah. was just as the carriage change had happened. And I thought, here we go, we're settling in for one. But tied to the third quarter, sixteen mm-hmm. all. So it, it definitely was there uh, for the pickings, but. Then the Mystics just pulled away in that fourth quarter. We saw them bring everyone onto the court, which was an awesome moment. Totally. Um, for everyone on the Mystics. And Imagine when you're the team the facing that and you can see that morale and, and how incredible that moment is for them, that doesn't help your own Definitely not. You know, performance or, or morale for yourself. So it just, yeah, it, it just wasn't their day. It was all Mystics. And yes. I, I'm fine with it. I know it was all it. Mystics and I know it wasn't their day, but if I did have to ask you for a standout player on the day at the big dance on the grand final, looking through that Stars team, who are you going to tell me? I would probably still say Maya Wilson, I think. Um, she was solid and available under the post. I think there were some incredible roles on the dodge line and, and some balls being let go by both Gina and Mila. She still shot pretty well um, and and did her best from, you know, standing at the back to try and, and rally her troops. Um, I mean, Amorangi Malisala's buzzer beater at three-quarter time, that was pretty epic. But other than that, yeah, that, I mean, that would be it for me, I think. Fair enough. Look, yeah. look we can, we can. All I can think about is Michaela Sokolich-Pizzin and Grace Wickey, to be honest. Those oh, were my two just, actual standouts from the game. That's <laughs> the chemistry of that whole Mystics team. Yeah. You know what I mean? On the court, you could genuinely feel it. 
um, their presence out there, how sharp they were to get the ball. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, just wasn't the Stars' day. But look, you, you live to go another year. You know what I mean? You were there last year, there again this year. Who's to say you're not going to be there again next year? And every time we do talk Stars, it is thanks to our good friends, Vertical Logistics, proud partners of the Northern Stars and leading the way in personalising your freight services. Right, Stormy, we're going to park the grand final chat here.